0: He has saved us. I was speaking to an eighth grade teacher this week and he was he's been surprised at the academic ability of eighth graders these days and he's like they it feels like they're not trying very hard he's like but but I love these students and I want them to learn I want them to get good grades and so he gave an opportunity for thirty bonus points. He's like, all you have to do is this little thing, and you get 30 extra credit points. And he goes, Father Matt, out of the whole class, only three students did it, including the kid who already had like 100% in the class, you know? Like... <laughs> he was doing everything he could to make it as easy as possible for people, but they still had to do their part. Jesus shares this parable today about the king who's doing everything he can to include everybody for the feast of his son's banquet. I mean, he goes out multiple times. He's doing everything he can, and yet there's this curious thing of at the end, this guy comes in and he's not wearing a wedding garment. It's a curious detail, but what it's saying is the king is hosting a wedding party. The king is setting the rules, so to speak. The guests don't, the guests have to do their part. I remember, a, I'm kind of a people pleaser. I remember having a party and I was feeling frustrated. I'm like, ah, I want people to have such a good time. And someone said, what They said, your job is to host the party. It's the guests job to choose to have a good time. Right? So we have a part to play in the banquet that God puts out there for us. If you notice, it says, the, the, the line in Prophet Isaiah, it says, let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. Have you ever been asked by a non-Catholic Christian, are you saved? Are you saved? You know? and, the, and the idea is, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you received his gift of salvation? The Catholic response is I'm being saved. Like, what what do you mean? Wasn't his sacrifice enough for us? It's like, no, no, no. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross brings about salvation. But whether that gift of salvation is given to me is up to me. That, That I have to choose to accept it. I have to choose to cooperate with it. Until that one day when ultimately we are saved when we're going to be in heaven. So we're being saved until we're with God in heaven. This this, this fits so well for Catholics. I'll tell you why. So many Catholics, we've been baptized. And in a sense, we've received that gift of salvation. But the rest of the story is still unwritten. So as Catholics, we're like, well, I've been baptized. And it's like, no, no, but you don't understand. It wasn't just a once saved, always saved, it's we're being saved. That, that now it's our chance to respond, to cooperate. That yeah, okay, my parents had me baptized, but, but do I have my own relationship with God? Have I chose to wear the wedding garment, the baptismal garment well that I've been given? Have I, have I chosen to live charitably? Do I, do I choose to go to mass every Sunday? Do I choose to pray every day? That's my part in the deal. That's how I participate to allow God's salvation to take effect in my life. That God sets the table and it's up to us whether we want to eat or not. I remember being a kid and we always had dinner as a family every night. And if somebody was over, they joined us. And so one time my little sister, her friend was there and she was eating macaroni and cheese which she's allowed to do, except that we were all eating something different. And I looked over, and just being an obnoxious little kid, I was like, hey, how come she's eating macaroni and cheese? And he said, well, she doesn't want to eat what the rest of us are eating. It's like, I didn't know we had a choice. Um, <laughs> I'd like macaroni and cheese, or while you're at it, pigs in a blanket, please, you know? <laughs> at our house, we didn't get to choose what was served was what was served and that was fine because my mom wanted to give us what was good for us but at god's table god gets to choose what he serves i don't get to dictate the menu but the difference is god knows what's best for us and and that's true for all of us that sometimes in life god gives me things that I'd rather not have, that don't taste too good. And the question is, do I I trust in his goodness? Do I trust that my good shepherd knows what's best for me? St. Paul today, in our second reading, he talks about, he says, I know how to live in humble circumstances, and I know how to live with abundance. And so, knowing that God's going to provide all good things for us doesn't mean that I'm always going to be, I don't know, well satisfied, that I'm always going to be happy with things. But it does mean that God's going to provide daily bread. That God may not always give me what I want, but he always gives me exactly what I need. And do I trust that? I think ultimately this The celebrate this feast, it comes down to do I I trust God? Do I trust in what's happening? Do I, and and as our good shepherd, what does he do? But the good shepherd is the one who leaves the 99 to go after the lost. That our God never stops seeking us out. And if we do not feel found, if we do not feel his love, then maybe the invitation is on our part. To make a response. To put ourselves in a place to be found. To tell him we do want a relationship. To say, I, I want what you're serving rather than what I think you should serve me. That's, that's hard. I was talking to an alum this week and he, uh, he's in a business in Phoenix that he's, he's trying to seek to evangelize and he's like nervous. He's like, what if, what if I encounter people who say, okay, if I, okay, you know, person. He says, you say you're so welcoming in your church, then how come you're not welcoming me or my friends because of whatever? Some people, like, because of their sexuality, like, they don't feel welcome. He's like, Father Matt, what do I say to that? I like, well, first of all, I would say, I have been places where I have not felt welcome and it feels terrible. It's a horrible feeling to feel not welcome somewhere. I said, that's, and so that, that's what I would say first, is that stinks, man, I'm sorry. But, but secondly, Catholic means universal, that it's the, the church, the family that God has given us to save everybody, not just certain people. And that this door is open for all students, regardless of how they feel or what they experience or their perceptions of the church, that everybody is welcome. But like Jesus who encounters the woman at the well, he he embraces her, he knows everything about her, including her sexuality. And yet she is changed by that experience to live differently. And every one of us is invited to come to God as we are. And to receive his grace and his help, to go live our lives differently, conform to him in every single way. And to trust that, that He knows what's best for me. That I don't get to set the menu. I don't get to set the rules. But if I trust that my good shepherd, my heavenly father, Jesus, my Lord, who holds nothing back for my good, that if I trust in his love for me, then, then I will accept all as a gift from him. That the truth is the banquet that Jesus wishes to give us is not just simple bread and wine brought forth, but himself. That the banquet that God gives us is His divine life. And that's not on the menu anywhere else on campus. To receive God with me. Because I faced a lot of difficulty. Yesterday, that football game was pretty depressing. That was really hard. <laughs> like, I was like sad, you know? And if, if I'm trying to find my happiness by how the world is serving it up, I'm going to be left wanting But if I can turn to God and receive from his menu, his strength and consolation to say, I didn't make you just for this world. I made you so that you would never have to lose again in me. That in him we find our victory and our strength. And that's worth trusting in. I'd like to close by just reading back again our our psalm that we hear today. That, that, That who our shepherd is, It just reminds us of how He knows everything for about us. He he pursues us, cares for us, and desires to give us all good things. And so if it helps you, if you wanted to close your eyes and just receive these words and reminder of our good shepherd who's working through all things to save us. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side. With your rod and your staff, that give me courage. You spread the table before me and the side of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come.